brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with Midi Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at Midi understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And Midi can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Yeah. 
Hello and welcome to today's broadcast of Tap Into The Truth. Hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing, with all the usual caveats, of course. With you as always, I'm your ever-so-humble and mostly peaceful host, Tim Tap, coming to you live from historic Rome County, Tennessee. And as the norm for Wednesdays, that live audience is just a whole heck of a lot bigger than usual, as we are simulcasting live across the world, not just from BTR, but also through all the platforms associated with WCET Radio. Uh, so glad to have you guys aboard. My understanding, according to uh, Crazy Cajun, is that Arizona Antihero is back in the chat room over there. So glad to have you back with us, sir. And uh, in the uh, BTR chat room, Bring It Boy was first one in the house today. Not only on time, but first one in. Quite the accomplishment Good job. And uh, we've also got Chief, who moseyed in just a few moments after that. Chief, of course, is host of Simple Facts of Life, a great program in its own right. That can be found at blogtalkradio.com. Uh, once you land on that homepage, just put Simple Facts of Life into the uh, search bar at the top. Or if you happen to be here at BTR Live right now, you can find a direct link to the show page in today's show description. The reason for that, in the second hour tonight, Live Chief will be joining me as we will spend a little time remembering our dearly departed friend, Kel Fritzy. Uh, I've also issued an invitation that is open uh, for Suzette to join us, and if Annie should happen to pop in, I'll invite her to join us as well, if she would like. Uh, completely voluntary, uh, but uh, definitely want to give uh, Chief an opportunity because Chief was doing his show yesterday, and uh, he was talking about uh, the topics of Kamala, Kamala, whatever your proper pronunciation may be, and uh, you know, time got away from him, and he didn't have enough opportunity to really say all the things that he wanted to say. As we're uh, as we are marking the anniversary of her passing. So since he got uh, a little short change on his own time, uh, I uh, invited him uh, once he popped on over to our show to join us this evening, and uh, he accepted. So I'm going to actually give Chief the floor uh, initially, and uh, then we'll have a little bit of conversation, and uh, I will open the phones up to a, a few select people if you are interested in joining as well. Uh, especially anybody who was part of uh, my tribute show to her uh, on the time of her passing, which was a little bit later than most folks' tribute because I waited till what would have been the next scheduled time for her to appear here, which uh, for a while she was on uh, every second Sunday. I'm trying to remember if it was the second or first. I Actually, I'm thinking it was every first Sunday now. I need to go back and double-check. At any rate, uh, Kel is deeply missed, and uh, we just – we want to take the opportunity to to once again marvel in the uh, awesomeness that was Kel Fritzy, and she was indeed awesome. Uh, looking in the, uh, the message board here, she came upon a message from Kel, and it's hard to believe – it was a year already since she passed. Yeah, absolutely mind-boggling, so uh, it's pretty wild. But anyway, uh, boy, just uh, 
I'll let Suzette know that she is welcome to join us as well when that happens. In the meanwhile, I see that Bigfoot has joined us over in the BTR chat room. Uh, glad to have you here, uh, Big. Uh, Mr. Sasquatch, as uh, those of you who know him uh, should refer to him as. Blogger extraordinaire, you can check out his work at bigfootsplace.blogspot.com. And uh, we are scheduled to be joined by Mr. Ron Edwards, who uh, is normally here in the first hour most Wednesdays. That's we're doing this thing uh, live across a multitude of platforms. But uh, he has not yet uh, shown up as greenlit, so uh, we'll be waiting for him to join us. And meanwhile, I was kind of hoping he'd be here early enough to take a lot of the pressure this first hour off of me because I'm not feeling real great right now, to be honest. Uh, kind of weird. I was feeling pretty good up until a few minutes ago. And uh, now having some, uh, you know, just some flashes and not feeling real great. But uh, you know what? Show must go on. Too many people scheduled. Too many important things going on. We're going to do this. So let's start with one of the more interesting stories of the day. And hopefully, hopefully Ron will join us in plenty of time uh, to pick up in this conversation. Of course, that hot topic of the day uh, that when I came across it, I'm like, ooh, somebody at Goodyear is about to have a very bad year. Uh, seems as if there's some questions regarding the diversity training that was being forced upon employees at Goodyear. And uh, this diversity training came into question because somebody took a uh, a picture of one of the slides in the presentation. Now, ordinarily, you think that uh, most uh, companies, when they're doing diversity training, should want to avoid anything that's slightly provocative. You know, you want to you want to stay off of people's radars. You want to say the good things. You want to be the the nice guy. You don't want to upset anybody but uh okay um here's the issue they they were getting into their discussion about political speech at work and they said they were establishing a zero tolerance policy then they gave a couple of examples of what was acceptable and then they gave some examples of things that weren't acceptable uh Things that are acceptable, Black Lives Matter and the LGBTQ pride. If you were wearing a T-shirt or a hat or something of that nature and it expressed either one of those sentiments, you're golden. You're good. They're okay with that. That's fine. But the zero tolerance thing comes into play for things that are not tolerated, you may say. And you'd be right, because then on the other side of the slide, uh, they list some things that aren't acceptable. Things like blue lives matter. Things like all lives matter. Uh, any MAGA apparel. And there was uh, a couple of other things, but at that point, I'm I'm done, Right. I'm done. I don't want to hear anything else about it. Now, the manager who was in charge of this particular presentation claims that this came straight from corporate, that it came from headquarters. 
quickly, very quickly, we had the Goodyear corporate folks come out and deny that this was their doing. Now, I'm wondering, is this a case of being caught? Is this a case of a manager overstepping their bounds with a political ideology trying to force it on the people in his uh, – under his purview, in his charge, if you will? Because I don't know which it is, honestly. There are some quick and easy ways to find out, but I don't think anybody's going to be free to tell us uh, that quick and easy way is – were there any other facilities that had the same slide? If anybody else had the same slide, it came from corporate. If no other facility has this slide and it was just added in, um, then it came from this individual manager. Open and shut. If it came from corporate, though, it is clear that you are going to want to do everything in your power to avoid admitting it because – well, Goodyear's an expensive tire. I mean, when you look at what you're getting, when you're looking at bang for the buck, you're paying a premium price for Goodyear rubber. You you are. I mean, when you can look around at other tire companies, and when you do a side-by-side -side comparison for comparable products, Goodyear is almost always the most expensive, even in comparison to some uh, tire brands that – market themselves as high-end or premium. Now, there are some notable exceptions, and I'm not going to sit here and do a side-by-side -side price comparison, but you know what? If you question or doubt me, feel free to go ahead and do it. And that's what I tell you at the end of every hour. Don't take my word for it. Go and do your own research. Check it out for yourself. But I'm still left scratching my head and wondering, how does this happen? I mean, at the end of the day, corporate is still responsible for who they hire to manage their facilities. They're still responsible for who they hire to oversee uh, the inclusivity training or any other kind of training that's involved. They're responsible for knowing what is in all the training material. They are still responsible for putting out there the outline. So here's my secondary question where maybe this manager was in the wrong and overstepped but still was falling within what he perceived to be the guidelines. If the guidelines for the inclusivity training are in any way vague, if there's any wiggle room at all, then this manager should be punished – but not severely. If the language laid out in the overview is directed in a certain
If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.
Hello. Hello, sir. How are you? Uh, still okay. All right. Uh, uh, let me see if we've got everybody else. Uh, Doug, uh, are are you hearing us now? All right, uh, let me ask the chat room here if anybody can hear me there. Hey, chat room, can you hear me? Yes, okay, now we are back, evidently. Uh, five by five for everybody in chat. Uh, give me a roll call, and then we'll start back up. Uh, I think we're good, though. I think we're good. All right, uh, sorry about that. Uh, I. Skype playing funny Skype games, I'm thinking. All right. Uh, I guess let's proceed where we were picking off. Um, now we're running a, a little uh, later than I would have liked. Simulcasting continues. Okay. Okay. We're good. I'm, I'm seeing enough. Now, so here's the thing. Uh, this individual manager was involved with doing some uh, diversity training, which is, a, okay, a fairly corporate thing to do these days. I'll give him a little slack on that just because it's kind of the norm. Uh, and in the process of this, one of the slides that they offered up, Ron, uh, was talking about their zero tolerance when it came to certain types of political speech at work, including uh, clothing, apparel, things of that nature as well. And they had on this slide things that were acceptable uh, on the acceptable side. It included Black Lives Matter. It included the LGBTQ pride. Uh, then on the other side, things that are not acceptable. Uh, blue Lives Matter. All Lives Matter. And uh, my favorite, anything MAGA. All right, so instantly this touched off a bit of a firestorm, and this, of course, is why Donald Trump made his uh, discussion about boycotting it. But uh, in all honesty, like I was uh, uh, discussing with you before, I realized we were just having a private conversation and we weren't <laughs> broadcasting live anymore. Um, you know, it kind of feels like uh, a case where, based on the pricing, a lot more conservative-minded people are going to be in a better position to be their customers overall. Uh, it, it seems kind of a silly move, uh, but I was discussing the fact uh, early on that I would be really curious to find out because Goodyear Corporate, of course, came out, and they made a denial. Uh, no, this didn't come from us. This is not our doing, uh, but even if the corporate policy was laid out in a way that was vague. I think you still lay this squarely at the feet of corporate, uh, even if it was a case of an individual manager overstepping his purview. But uh, would love to get your take on that. Okay. Um, now that, um, like I said, I just heard the teeny bit about that story today because uh, you know you're busy during the day and all of that stuff. But uh, I know that that practice is going on at other corporations. Uh, one is Dana Corporation. Uh, they make a lot of uh, technical um, devices for automobiles uh, for the big three and many other uh, major auto producers around the world. Multi-billion dollar corporation headquartered near Toledo. Um, and other corporations, uh, AAA. I know AAA Michigan has those types of uh, rules as as well as others. And so what we're what we're up against, uh, Tim and friends, is a, a culture of uh, asinine thinking. And what needs to happen 
And uh, I'm neither here nor there about whether Trump, you know, is uh, called for a boycott. I kind of agree with him. But at the same time, it doesn't matter. What matters to me most is that we have to do a better job of taking our dollars where we know we're getting support. Uh, What I mean by support, I mean support and respect for our rights to believe as we believe, whether we're conservatives, whether we're not whether they're Christians, whether we're not, and that they would just respect us as customers and Americans as individuals. And those companies that do not, the hell with them. We need to start new corporations in this, in this country. Many of them have become so big and so confident that they can treat certain people a certain way and others, they can kiss their backsides. And, um, you know, we just have to, uh, Goodyear, they don't make the best tires anymore anyway. You have to go to Michelin or somewhere else, Cooper. Um, so the heck with them. Um, that's what we have to do, really. Yeah, yeah, I, I completely agree. I, I can't remember the last time I uh, had any dealings with uh, Goodyear anyway. Uh, I, like I mentioned, they've gotten to be quite pricey anyway. They sell themselves uh, – well, market themselves, I should say. It's a premium product and an American company, uh, but they seem to be pretty anti-American across the board with uh, responses like these. Uh, I'm certainly hoping that uh, people will pay attention. I, I'm not the kind of guy that really goes around calling for people to boycott uh, companies that I think are doing themselves in any way. I believe in free markets, but I am more than happy to express my lack of patronage uh, patronage for a company when I feel like I've been wronged. And this is a case where I think they've marketed themselves out of uh, the uh, marketplace uh, on their own for a while. If this turns out to be truly direct from them, I think they've got a lot of answering to do uh, publicly. Uh, if it turns out they just wrote a very vague policy and the over uh, the oversight of the manager involved that created this sli- slide, uh, if this was just an overstep on this part, uh, if that policy was vague enough to allow him to take that step and think he's in the right, I think it's still on corporate. Mm-hmm. Uh, but at the end of the day, uh, it's just one more moment that is embarrassing for a uh, American company that's lost sight of what the true purpose of being in business is, and that's serving their customers, uh, not trying to be woke. Yeah, I, I and I agree. And it's funny, they started pricing themselves to make it seem like they're premium. They're trying to compete with Michelin, and I, for one, can tell you, can testify that uh, they do not – they are no Michelin. They try to price themselves because they say you get what you pay for. Well, they forgot to equal Michelin in in quality, and they were a ripoff, and so, uh, you know – it's it's a shame that uh, an American company isn't as good as Michelin, none that I know of, but at least the other ones are not pricing themselves and pretending that they are on that level. So um, uh, reverse – the total reverse of kudos to, to Goodyear. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I'm going to try and sneak another uh, topic in real quick, and uh, then we'll take uh, that uh, mid-hour break because, unfortunately, because of our technical issues, the the mid-hour break came really fast, Ron. Uh, Wanted to get your take, though, definitely on uh, this uh, little dust-up that happened over on Fox News. 
Martha McCallum was having an interview <laughs> with Hawk Newsom, and yeah. I'm taking it you have uh, been more intimately aware of this. Uh, Guy absolutely refused to answer the question about whether or not looting was wrong, and eventually Martha just had enough. And uh, after putting up with the evasiveness and the refusal to answer, uh, eventually just tried to force the issue and ended uh, ended the whole interview. It's just like that's it, we're done. Uh, <laughs> I would love to get your take on that real quick. I, I know it's it's just funny, but. Uh, uh, I'll let you give your take, and then I've got another comment, and I'll let you respond to that, and then we'll take this mid-hour break. Okay. Well, I was proud to see that she did cut it off because I was sitting there. I was watching this thing, and I'm saying, boy, had I, had that been me, I would have long before she did. I would have told them, bye now, mm-hmm. and and it would have been over. And I I remember thinking, what a retard. The man's a retard. Any black man that's running around or sitting around babbling in support of Black Lives Matter and and, and talking the way he was talking, the man, he's sick. His, 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 his mind is shot. Why would any black man on earth be in support of an organization that was formed to do away with black men and the family, especially black men in the home? Why? Tell me, tell me, tell me. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should, too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts, offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Tell me, do that? Why, why would they do that? And she kept asking him. She kept asking him. She was doing her due diligence. She wasn't doing like the, the typical um, interviewer. And she tried to get a straight answer. And he just kept running on and running on, you know, with all of his retarded talk and babbling and whatever else you want to call it. And so finally she, she had enough. And uh, she cut it off. And I was, I was proud of her when she did that. I was surprised but proud of her nonetheless, because that ne- that Negro needed to go. <laughs> well, you know, uh, Martha is typically one of the, the more uh, patient interviewers mm-hmm. on the network, and, and normally 
and you could tell it was really getting under her skin. I, I think she's pretty well tired of it. But it does lead me to, to one more question. Uh, it, right now, I'm severely questioning the logic of even having somebody affiliated or supporting Black Lives Matter on any conservative uh, media form whatsoever. It's a platform that they don't need, and it's not going to change anybody's mind. I, I would ordinarily be – if we had an honest, uh, straight-line media where people were watching and paying attention and learning, say yes, have them on, and let them reveal themselves. But the people that are watching Fox News, the people that are watching One American News, the people that are even watching The Blaze, uh, wherever you, whatever network you may be watching, everybody's paying attention there already knows what Black Lives Matter, the organization, is about. You're not changing any minds there, and it's not like anybody from the other side is going to watch that and say, hey, yeah, maybe they are jerks. Uh, it's just not going to happen, but uh, your thought on that real quick, and then we'll take the break. I agree with you. I mean, uh, what, what you said is, is, is totally uh, correct, and um, the fact that they had that guy on there well, you see that uh, you know Fox is changing. By the way, it's being run basically by uh, leftists. I'm not going to say liberals, but leftists, because true liberals, um, I mean, in the classic sense, would not mind both sides evenly representative, being re represented rather. And uh, at the very least, they should have had somebody there in that interview to debate him. And uh, so, but. Like I said, the way they're changing at Fox, I'm not that shocked that the guy was there. But like I said, he was a retard anyway. Uh, that's the main thing that the individual should have gotten out of that entire interview, that he was uh, a tolerated retard. <laughs> and, um, you know, that's that's what you're dealing with, with uh, people of that mindset. Yeah. Unfortunately, a lot of the message from that side of the political spectrum these days are a lot like a, a bad used Goodyear tire, <laughs> deeply in need of retread, uh, and, and that's basically what they do with their ideas. All right, Rod, uh, stay with me, please. Uh, we will pick up the comedy show that is virtually appearing on televisions uh, all across America uh, that they're calling the DNC on the other side of this. Uh, all you fine folks out there listening, please don't go anywhere. Uh, the conversation is really only getting to the good part right about now. Uh, stay with us. Very short break. Has liberal theology created a stumbling block with ravenous issues besetting our republic? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, the answer is unfortunately a resounding yes. Throughout history, when Christians operated according to the principles enumerated in the Word of God, depending on the situations, things improved either quickly or in some cases in the long run, such as the founding of the United States, which took several years to establish a republic based upon the biblical concepts of liberty and personal responsibility, eliminating the need for individuals to be dominated from cradle to grave by brutish kings or dictators. Unfortunately, in recent years, Christian denominations and organizations like the Southern Baptist Convention that used to defend liberty and pray for God's blessings upon our republic have been infiltrated by the same liberal theology that dominates the mindsets of Black Lives Matter and Antifa USA haters who want our unalienable rights and prosperity done away with. Real Christians and conservatives must now reassert our authority under God 
and reestablish liberty and justice for all. If not, forget about it. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out theronedwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Hello, America. This is Tim Tapp with the Tap into the Truth Voter Apathy Project. Are you an American that believes that voter ID laws are inherently racist? Do you believe that paying more in taxes will ever do anything to improve the climate? Do you think that putting an app on your phone is the answer to poop on the streets of major American cities? Then congratulations, you've got what it takes to be part of the Voter Apathy Project. You've already demonstrated that you don't care enough to utilize critical thinking when it comes to problem solving, and that you don't care enough to hold your governmental officials accountable to do their jobs. In fact, if you believe any of these things, maybe instead of going to vote, you should just keep playing on your phone. This has been Tim Tapp reminding you that if you don't care enough to tap into the truth, you should just stay home on Election Day. Hello and welcome to Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day. I'm Dan Perkins. Are you like me and you can't manage your prescription refills that always seem to be out? Well, now the VA service has a great service for you. With this service, you can refill your VA prescriptions online, view your past and current VA prescriptions, and track the delivery of each prescription mailed to you. For more information, go to the VA.com and look for the Prescription Refill Program. This has been your Veterans Tip of the Day. Become a WCET Late Nighter today. What is a Late Nighter, you ask? A late-nighter is a loyal listener who wants access to the WCET radio shows on demand and wants to contribute to the station's growth with an annual or monthly listener contribution. Late-nighters also get priority access to host call-in shows, special WCET swag, and late-nighter-only events on the network. Become an annual late-nighter by August 31st and get a free WCET Stop the Censorship t-shirt sent directly to you all over the world. Just click one of Become a Late Nighter buttons all over WCETradio.com to subscribe. Without you, there is no us. I listen to WCET every day because it's the most tremendous radio station in America. You heard the man. Nothing better. WCT FM Talk Radio like no other. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. Thank you so very much for staying with us through that very brief break where we took a little ride through the Edwards Notebook, uh, landed in the middle of some veterans tip of the day from songs and stories for soldiers, uh, had a little voter apathy along the way, and then spent a little time paying homage to the best radio station carrying tap into the truth during simulcast uh, because currently they're the only one. But it's really not a diss. I'm very happy that they're kind enough to, to play us live. In fact, Arizona Antihero over at the uh, WCET chat room right now is enjoying that, and he's enjoying my guest. Mr. Ron Edwards. Ron, before we get into the topic moving forward, please let everybody know where they can find your work. 
Oh, thank you, Tim. Well, you can join in with the Ron Edwards American Experience every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Pacific via this radio station right here. And uh, also, we come back on Sundays at 2 p.m. Eastern, and that's 11 a.m. Pacific on here, right here on WCET. And on Saturdays, you can enjoy the Ron Edwards American Experience. So that's at 10 a.m. Eastern on um, AmericanMatters.us, their um, affiliate there in Reno, Nevada. Also, the Nevada Talk Network um, also airs the Ron Edwards American Experience every Saturday at 5 p.m. That is, uh, no, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time. Also, you can catch my columns. You can read them out of News with Views or uh, America Out Loud, or you can check them out at my own website. And there's a lot of other good stuff on my website. You've got a great store, uh, Trump T-shirts and all of that good stuff, uh, many wonderful things uh, you can check out on Ron Edwards. I'm sorry, theronedwards.com. The website is theronedwards.com, and you'll see a lot of other places where you can catch the Edwards Notebook, the Ron Edwards American Experience, and get some updates via TheRonEdwards.com. Follow me on Twitter at TheRonEdwards and on uh, Facebook, Friends of the Edwards Notebook page. You can follow me there and uh, as well as the Ron Edwards page on Facebook. I think that's it for now, Tim. All right. Well, for now, um, I, I noticed you didn't mention anything about Parlor yet. I thought you were making that move, Ron. Are you not on Parlor with the rest of us yet? Not yet. I, 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 I've been. I've been threatening to do it, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Yep. yep. <laughs> well, you know, uh, as much fun as Facebook is, you know, you don't have to completely leave Facebook just to go over to Parlor. Uh, I know I've been playing both sides of the fence, but uh, it is a great platform, and uh, I've been enjoying another platform too called uh, Clout Hub. Uh, you have to sign on. Uh, you have to log on using your phone. Strange bit of tech, but then you can log on. Uh, using any computer after you've uh, set up your account, but I have yet to figure out why anybody would want to make it mandatory to do it just one way to to sign up. Uh, Very odd. Anyway, uh, speaking of odd, uh, what goes through your mind when you're lectured about presidential ethics and presidential work ethic uh, from a man whose biggest accomplishment was leaving a stain on an intern's dress. Oh, man, how do I follow that? Um, I don't know. You know, that's, wow. They can't do much better than that though. Can they, (laughs) I mean, look at, look at the lineup. Really? Seriously? He's among the best that they have. <laughs> Says a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I mean, I, I, I've i notoriously not watched it uh, directly. I've had better things to do, but I have <laughs> went back and watched uh, highlights and various video clips. And, and I got to tell you, I, I found uh, day one to be, uh, you know, lackluster at best. I mean, I expected – a better production values from these folks, at least. I mean, they do have all the Hollywood types working for them. They they have lots of big dollar donors. I, I really expected slick video packages and a lot of 
production value, just not there. Uh, but night two was almost like they really were trying to do a comedy show because everybody who came on was literally lecturing us about something that they were horrible at. You had uh, Cuomo, a governor of New York, who's getting a book deal about COVID. Uh, he gave us a little lecture the other night about uh, how to deal with uh, COVID. It's like, yeah, just uh, kill all your old people out the gate, and then when nobody's left alive to get it, uh, that's leadership. Uh, but last night was just I, I just I have no words, Ronnie. It was it was as if they were all doing satire, but weren't smart enough to realize that's what they were doing. I almost think the speechwriters did that on purpose. Well, you know, uh, I I don't think they did anything on purpose other than just show up uh, to do their tapings. But here's the thing: you mentioned about the Hollywood types, and you thought there would be more pizzazz in the production quality. I thought the opposite. One thing that I've noticed about the leftists, I don't care what profession it, it, you, you look at, whenever they, they settle together and they get together, leftists, they take the fun out of everything. They take the creativity out of everything today. They are corny. They have, they're dry. Well, sometimes you have good dry humor, but they're just drab in their humor. That they have the hippy dippy mix in there is just corny and just ick and full of lies, and so that kills off the creativity that you would expect, like you said, with all the Hollywood and all the pizzazz and everything. But if you notice, the more leftist that they've become, uh, they've become less as far as quality and their productivity, their their creativity, all that goes down. Leftists take the fun out of everything, even their own stuff. They really do. Wherever they go, wherever they take full charge, you can shoot in any direction and say, well, what, Ron? Church, um, anything. Wherever they take over the quality, it goes to crap. Schools, production quality, um and they've gone so dark. It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. 
Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. The leftists today are so dark where they don't they can't even fool you anymore, pizzazz, like like Hollywood could in the past. Because they're totally void of any classical training. They're totally void of any any positiveness. They're not even mixed. They're just very dark, dour, angry, negative people. And when you are all dark and everyone is dark, equally dark, and they're dour, you're going to get what you are, are, are seeing there in that, in that uh, convention. And I can guarantee you, as one who has nothing to do with it, that the Republican convention will not be dour in, in, that, in, that, uh, in, that, in that way because you have uplifting stories. You have an uplifting philosophical base. Even though they're rhinos, you still have the, the the philosophy that is there that is very positive, and so you're going. Your messaging is going to be more upbeat naturally, and so when you have an upbeat mentality, you have your your created your creativity is more upbeat. You're more capable of doing good stuff, and that spills over. I mean, I listen to your commentaries, for example, Tim, and we've started running them on my show again. And it's they're they're very good. I'm thinking, oh my God, here comes Tim Tapp. He's running a commentary as good as mine. Oh my God, the competition. But that's good. But that's what we do. We aspire to be great and good and excellent in what we do. And so therefore, the competition makes us even get better. But if we were a couple of leftist goons. There would be no creativity. It would be dry. It would be more boring than Dragnet. It wouldn't even be. It wouldn't even be the facts, man, because they would be all lies. <laughs> you know. Remember, in fact, in in in, in Dragnet, uh, that's okay. Just the facts, ma'am. Yes. Yeah, but there are no facts in their in their in their philosophy and in what they talk about. It's all lies and it's all dark and it's all no good. Well, you know, it's hard to deal with uh, facts when they all work against your narrative. Huh. Uh, there, there's no reason to ever vote for a uh, a Democrat uh, if they're being honest. In fact, if they can't even be honest with themselves anymore, they really can't. <laughs> you, you hit upon it pretty well, Ron. Uh, of course, uh, I will be doing this show and then be doing a ton of post-production uh, stuff uh, afterwards, so I'll not be watching again tonight. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it is the VP night, so tonight is Kamala's night. Oh. I am curious, expecting any earth-shattering revelations about how great Kamala is uh, or <laughs> anything of noteworthy or, or any expectations at all? <laughs> Well, you know the best thing she ever did. Uh oh, be careful, Ron. <laughs> well, this is internet. We can get away with a little bit more. 
Well, we're, still, um, we're still live on the. Uh, <laughs> oh, we're that's still live right. On FCC. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. Well, it was horizontal. That's it. Yeah. Enough said. That that's the best thing she's ever done. That's it. I mean, can you can you dispute that? Name anything that she's done better than that. Be abusive to a potential Supreme Court justice who became one anyway. Okay. She's pretty good at that. She's pretty you good got, at that. You got me there. Okay. One thing. However, Ron, however, I have to admit I have not been someone who has partaken of her other skills, so she might still be way better at that. I don't yeah. know for sure. Oh, you know what? Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about either because I shouldn't partake didn't partake of that and I would not have I wouldn't touch that thing with a fifty foot pole. But uh Lord have mercy. So take your pick. One could be one of them is the best. But that's about it, man. She's uh, really, really dour. But and, and but that shows you Oh God, here's the scary part. How low the American voters are. Ooh-wee. They look up to her. They believe in her, and that's who they vote for and follow and follow and 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 love. Hillary, um, Ayok, the other squad members, Tlaib, Omar, the people that vote for them look up to that. So, Lord have mercy. You know what? When you think about it like that. You've got Gary Peters in Michigan. You've got all these sorry, dour, leftist pigs all over the place that are really in, are, are intellectually inferior. But then you turn around and say, but look at all the voters, the millions of voters that support them and look up to them. Our country's in real big heap of trouble. When you really think about it like that, we are in deep you-know-what, and we better – Pray like never before that Donald Trump is reelected and that conservatives are elected to the Congress and that, that we keep the uh, Senate. Well, believe me, my friend, I do that uh, multiple times a day. <laughs> um, now we're already up against it, uh, so we'll have to keep this next uh, response pretty quick. But uh, I've, I've been floating this theory, and I'm not the only one. In fact, Chief in the chat room has been pretty vocal about this too. Uh, I, I was believing for quite a while that come the convention, uh, they'd have little choice but to pull a, a bait and switch and not nominate – uh, officially, Joe Biden. They they went ahead and did that yesterday. So my caveat to that was, if they do go ahead and uh, nominate him, it's because the party realizes they really have no realistic chance of winning, and they want to use Biden and Kamala as scapegoats. It's like, well, of course we lost to Donald Trump. Look at what we had up there. Um, do you think maybe there's anything like that going on, or are they so? Uh, up their own backsides that they have no clue. Uh, keep in mind, Ron, we got about two minutes left. I hope the last thing you said is correct, that there's so much up their own backsides that they don't have a clue. But I'm afraid they kind of do have a clue because the many people that prefer, and I'm talking about even Republicans, who prefer Joe Biden over, over uh, Donald Trump, who's done many good things, 
That's scary stuff. And that's that that's that's what 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 that's why I'm very concerned. So the Democrats are like, hey, look at look at look at the suburban uh, housewives. Every survey, it's almost double it's double digits, high double digits in favor over Donald Trump in every one of those surveys when it comes to suburban housewives, for example. That's some scary stuff, man. With all the gaffes, with all the, hey, well, S of a B, in six hours, they called me back, and they got rid of the the guy who was investigating in Ukraine. Just that alone should have been enough to disqualify the man. I mean, literally, the uh, the embodiment of quid pro quo, <laughs> and yet – that's the attack pattern that they use. Uh, the, I don't think it's been on display any more than what we've seen recently, Ron. Uh, it's been out there for a while, but it's so obvious I don't see how anybody misses it. The left does these things, and then they turn around and accuse conservatives of being the people doing it. They literally are trying to convince a generation, and people are buying it, that if you're not racist, that makes you racist. Uh, <laughs> you know what? You know what, Tim? I, I've I've totally had it with this racist issue. You know, I any any time somebody brings that issue up to me, the, the complainers, I tell them to kiss my backside seriously, and I use the, the three letter word because it, you know it's time out for that because most of the most of the in fact the angle that they use concerning the racial issue now is based on all lies. It's total fabrication, bullcrap. How can if you disagree? With them on any subject, well, you're a racist. If you disagree with the moving to into your neighborhood and turning it into the hood, you're racist. If you disagree with them blocking the streets in Seattle and beating the hell out of somebody, you're a racist. If you disagree with anything, see, they, they, they can state now whites are okay only if they think and talk just like them and hate America along with them. So as far as I'm concerned, the racial issue is a dead issue because the approach that it is taken, that, that it, it's taken, there's no basis in anything worth fighting about. There's nothing there. But yet many Americans are bought into it. You've got these white people all around me with their Black Lives Matter signs, and they look at me funny side-eye because I don't have one. And I prefer the black, the, the, the Blue Lives Matter sign, and they say that I don't have a right to do that. How dare you? So you know what? That's why I say kiss my backside. <laughs> Kiss my Democrat, Ron. That's Kiss right. my Democrat. <laughs> All right. Right. I hate to because, again, it just feels like we're getting started, but it is that time. So, again, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, God bless, sir, and keep up the good work. You too, sir, and you keep doing what you do, and God bless you and all that you do. God bless your family, and God bless all those in the uh, chat room and all of your great listeners. Uh, thank you guys for putting up with me once again. I hang up, and I wonder how to hmm, – they tolerated me again, but uh, – you're great people, and God bless you. God bless America, and may America bless God. Thank you, sir. 
I could not have said it better. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Ron Edwards. And this, of course, is me saying goodbye to those of you that are listening to the rebroadcast. We're breaking it up and resetting the hour as we always do. So let me remind you, as always, whatever else you do, whatever else you take away from this program, please, please don't take my word for a bit of it. You go out there and you discover for yourself. Yes, indeed. Put in some effort. And most importantly, use your brain if you really (laughs) want to tap into the truth. In the meanwhile, stay safe, stay healthy, and uh, be smart, even if that kind of goes against your nature. In the meanwhile, (laughs) we're going to do the uh, reset with a a little bit of music, uh, this occasion in honor of Hillary Clinton, who I understand is going to have some time uh, tomorrow night. (laughs) Anyway, don't go anywhere if you're here live. Hour number two starts after this. In the meanwhile, good night, everybody.
It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. broadcast of tapping to the truth i hope you're having a fantastic day wherever you are and whatever you may be doing you know with all the usual caveats of course with you as always i am your ever so humble and uh, mostly peaceful host tim tap committee live from historic roan county tennessee glad to have everybody along for the ride hanging out with me in the btr chat room at the moment we have bigfoot blogger extraordinaire you can find his work at bigfootsplace.blogspot.com i tell you that so you can go see for yourself you don't have to take my word for it. We got bringing a boy in the house along with Suzette. Uh, we've got uh, crazy Cajun making sure that this, the second hour of tonight's live broadcast, gets recorded properly for rebroadcast. We got Chief, host of Simple Facts of Life, a great program that you can find right here at the home broadcasting platform of BTR. You can find him at blogtalkradio.com. Uh, he's live on Tuesday starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you, of course, can adjust to your time zone accordingly. And uh, a plethora of great past broadcasts that you can check out basically anytime you care to log in. And we also have uh, joining us just a little moment or two ago – uh, she is the radio chickadee. She is the host 
of Southern Sense Talk Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, in our chat room right now, I am proud to say that Miss Annie Bellis is with us as well. Uh, thanks for joining us, Annie. Uh, here's what we're going to do uh, for this hour. Uh, we're going to spend some time uh, remembering our dear friend. It is uh, the uh, anniversary of her passing. Miss Kel Fritzy was one of a kind. And uh, let me lay out the storyline for you here. Uh, I was listening to Chief's show yesterday. And, of course, he was doing his topics, and he had intended to leave himself enough time uh, to uh, fully commemorate uh, the moment because it was the one show he does during the week. So it was as close to uh, the anniversary as he was going to get. But uh, it it seems that he kind of fell into the same problem that I usually have. I'll set this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. But then I'll get on a roll, and I can't help myself. And uh, he really had some more to say. So I invited him to come on to say that with us here tonight because, of course, Kel uh, is dearly beloved by many people here. And uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring Chief on here in just a moment. He's been uh, on the line waiting patiently. I'm going to just give him the floor, let him say what he had to say. And once he is done uh, with what he had to say, then I'm going to open up the phone line. Suzette has already said that she will join us. I want to go ahead and offer an invitation to Annie. Uh, I I had actually intended to send emails to Annie and to uh, Suzette earlier, uh, actually late yesterday and then early today when I didn't get to it and stuff kept getting in the way. But uh, uh, the invitation is there uh, for you. Uh, You guys can join us uh, once Chief is able to say his heartfelt uh, message that he wanted to share because, you know, I, I hated that he ran out of time. I, I really did, and I wanted to give him that opportunity um, because Kel means a lot to a lot of us even now. Uh, it it still – it hurts. It hurts. And, of course, Chief uh, uh, jokingly said in his uh, chat room as he was about to sign off, though, that uh, his whole intention was to try to get me weepy and sobby going into uh, my show last night. I'm going to try really hard not to let that happen tonight, but I can't make any promises. Uh, First and foremost, like I said, we're going to start off with Chief. Uh, So let me go ahead and bring him on now. I am unmuting the host of Simple Facts of Life. Chief, first of all, thanks for joining us and uh, taking the time to to be part of tonight's broadcast and uh, for sharing uh, your heartfelt message about Kel. Uh, Before you get into that, though, how are you doing today, sir? Um, I'm still breathing at my age. I guess that's pretty good. But, uh, yeah, I'm I'm here, and I'm uh, happy to be here. Actually... Though I kind of have to correct you, I went into uh, my show yesterday with the intention of talking about Kel for just a couple minutes. I actually said more than I really wanted to. I I, I could not let the the anniversary pass. I did not want to get into a long thing. I I could have talked about Kel for the entire half hour. I mean. No problem. I thought about how I wanted to uh, mark the anniversary of her passing, and it just occurred to me that I should end my show the way she always ended her show on her uh, RFB network with the song "Fox on the Run" by Sweet. I just and I did that, and I got some you know good feedback about it, but I did not really want to. Uh, 
go into a whole lot of it, what she meant to us, but I'm happy to do that right now if you if you want. Because, I mean, not only, you know, I would not be here were it not for Kel, not only because of the particular circumstances of the day, but because if it wasn't for Kel, I never would have heard of this show. You never would have heard of me, and we would still be strangers. Uh, Kel introduced me to... uh, Tim Tapp, Tap Into the Truth. She also introduced me to a lot of other people, I believe. Uh, Kel was the one that introduced me to Annie. Um, So, actually, it was Suzette, who I just happened to stumble along, that introduced me to Kel. And that kind of, the way that happened, it was kind of uh, something that says a lot about Kel, because she... Suzette was she I I found Suzette's show just I used to do my show from my truck back when I used to drive a truck I did it on Sunday nights because that was the time that I could make work for me and Suzette did a show right right after me and so I just was looking to promote my show and I said well this looks interesting so I went over to Suzette's show and you know good show and so we became kind of friends, and then one one night she just, I don't know, she was having some kind of an issue with something, and she said she was going to call her mentor, you know, to help her out, Kel. And I listened to Suzette and Kel, and, I, you know, I, I kind of li- I liked what she said, so I found out when Kel was on, which was the next day, I listened to her show, it was good, and as I usually did back then, just for convenience, as I sometimes still do, I didn't listen online. I was listening on the phone. That's one of the good things about Blog Talk Radio. They give you the option to just uh, walk around and you know not worry about your Internet connection and everything and listen that way, so I often do. And, and well, where was I going? I, I was listening to Kel's show on the phone, and after her show was, I just sort of got, I don't know, me and Kel must have had some kind of a connection, and I'll get into that as repeat what I said yesterday, but she had, uh, she had, uh, she she saw me on the phone, and then after her show was over, I, I kind of stayed on the phone there, and she you know, just put me on, I think probably on the screen mode or something, so it didn't go over, but we talked for about a half hour, just about stuff, and uh, we talked, you know, off on the show, off the show from time to time, and, you know, so it was just, it was just, uh, you know, she was just a special person, and what I mentioned yesterday on my show and I was one time, I did an extra show on a Tuesday night for because I have a friend who's been a, you know, occasional contributor to my show, happened to be actually listening on the phone yesterday. And he, he you know, he's into a lot of, he's also friends with Suzette or, you know, you know, on her show back when she used to do on Blog Talk Radio 
and ease kind of into some of the financial, uh, global banking, that sort of thing. And he's more knowledge, much more knowledgeable about that than I am. And he, he had some things he wanted to say. So I said, hey, I'm going to be, I knew where my truck was going to be on Tuesday night, and I would be able to. So I said, I'll give you a half hour. You know, and he's, we'll just talk about whatever you want to talk about. And so we did that show. Kel happened to be listening also. And about 20 minutes into the show, my friend uh, Stephen, he just sort of ran out of things to say. He could, I could tell that he was running out of steam. And now, what, you know, now I've still got another 10, 15 minutes to kill here. And I think Kelp must have picked up on that because I saw her number come up on my phone, saw the little icon where she had her hand up. So I just brought her on and, you know, you put Reburn Kel on the show and, you know, you got a good show. So, I mean, she just, that's just what the way she was. She was always willing to help everybody. She helped, you, you know, you, Tim, and she, uh, many of the other people on Global Patriot Radio used to be on uh, RZ's show on Spreaker. Just, she was all over the place. I don't know, I mean, where she found the time. She's very generous with her time. Just a wonderful person. And I'll just I'll finish up by saying, you know, what I said yesterday. Kel was a star, not only in the Internet radio world, but like a star, she provided the gravity that held a lot of us in her orbit. She was the one person that knew everybody in the orbit. You know, one person may want know one person and another person in these various intersecting circles, but she was right at the center of the circle. She knew everybody, and she was the, you know, provided the gravity that kind of held the orbits together for the system. And the, the metaphor I used was even though her star has collapsed and now there's just a black hole, the gravity remains. And so she, she still holds us together even a year later. You know, we didn't actually find out about it until two weeks after her passing just because of her other circle that knew and we didn't. I've, I happen to have been the one that it discovered it and it fell on to let you know. But, oh, that that's about it. I mean, I'm sure, uh, you know, carry on, Tim. I'll, I'll, uh, All right, Chief. Well, all right. I, I definitely want to thank you uh, for uh, coming on and sharing that. Uh, I mean, and, and you are uh, absolutely right. She was amazing, and I never ceased to be amazed either. I mean, it's almost like she had some kind of time machine to be able to do all the helping that she did with literally everybody and to to go from point A to point B and was still finding and discovering more people to bring into that circle. Uh, she was an absolutely phenomenal individual, and she uh, she's going to be deeply missed not just for the short term but for a very long time to come. I, I don't see 
those uh, bands of gravity leading way anytime soon. Uh, so again, thank you so much, Chief. I, I appreciate you coming on and sharing uh, more than I can say. Well, you know, anytime. I mean, if, if you know, we, like I said, we, we can talk about her, you know, and you'd run out of time. Just all the things she did, the whole the whole thing. I mean, she's the reason I'm here now because we would not know each other if Kel was not at the center of that orbit. So yeah. there it is. And, I, I, you know, if you listen to Annie's show, you know, from the very beginning, I did the introduction that she uses. Well, I would not a... I wouldn't be there because I would not know Annie were it not for Cal. So, you know, she she just she was everywhere and just like like you know her spirit back then sort of floated around and her spirit continues to float around even though her body is long since left us. It's uh, you know. She she deserves more time than we can give her. But like I say, I I just wanted to uh, yesterday. What I wanted to do was I just thought a good way to remember her would be to end my show with the same song that she always ended her show with. And uh, what I had to say about her was just kind of an introduction to that leading up to it. So. I wasn't going to deliver a long eulogy. I did. That was never my intention. Right. I probably cut it a little shorter than I, as you mentioned, because you get on a roll, and it happens to all of us. Um, but still, in all, I, I I was watching the clock, and I I I, I did not really want to belabor the point about her because, you know, right. As much as she deserves it, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, we have to move on. So I don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I completely understand both sentiment. And, uh, you know, you're absolutely right when you say we, we could dedicate weeks and months and, and years. But, you know, she wants us to carry on. She would have uh, been very unhappy with us if we hadn't. Uh, I have no doubt about that. Uh, I was always in awe and amazement uh, when she would uh, come on as a guest, though, because she was always so super prepared. Whatever it was, uh, she would she'd want to know what you wanted to talk about, and then she would be so ready. And uh, she was. Uh, she she was a force uh, to be reckoned with, uh, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, again, I, I appreciate I you coming on. Uh, she, you could always count on Kel to have something to say. And so far, I, I had her as a guest on, on my show. And I, I set something up with her and a friend of mine who lives in Japan. And we were going to talk about immigration and the difference you know, and how the differences in the policies of the countries of Canada, Japan, the United States. And she came on and just started talk. I, 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 I almost didn't have time, you know, my short show, I kind of had to tell her to shut up just because, you know, so I could bring, so I could bring the, uh, 
my friend from Japan on who was sitting there very patiently waiting to come on and the but she just went into her went into her her uh, her speech and you know like 10 minutes later bearing in mind this is a 30 minute show I'm doing 10 minutes she's still talking so she always <laughs> but everything she said was I mean it was good stuff of course so I mean I so I'm sitting there kind of torn do I stop her and do what I wanted to do, or do I just, you know, blow the entire format because I've got Kel talking? <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> it it well, is a tough decision to make, too. Yeah. Yes. Sadly, we no longer have to make that decision. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I undoubtedly would... Uh, I would love to still have her on uh, on the Sundays, filling the spot. She'd become my Canadian correspondent. Uh, she was uh, on so regularly. She was practically a guest host, and uh, you know, I, just an amazing person. And you're right. It, I do a two-hour show, and there were times where uh, I would have her on early. And I would probably get about four or five sentences in, and she would end up hanging around for the second hour. And it was an easy day for me, but we didn't get to a whole lot of the format I had planned. <laughs> and uh, I loved every minute of it, though. I loved every minute of it. All right. Uh, yeah. If there's anything else you'd like to share uh We'll go ahead and do that real quick, sir. Otherwise, uh, I'll uh, mute you for now, but I, I may bring you back on in a little bit if, if you're willing to come back on. All right. That, that's fine. Just only thing we have to share is uh, personal liberty, personal responsibility, personal accountability, simple facts of life radio, blogtalkradio.com slash QMCUSN, Tuesdays, 3 p.m. Pacific. 6 p.m. Eastern, and I don't know what it is in uh, Prague. <laughs> I'm sure it's something interesting. Uh, um, probably one of those half-hour time zones. <laughs> All right, thank you, Chief. And uh, we've, we've definitely got to get you back on a little more frequently. It's been way too long since you've been on, but thank you for being here. All right, thank you. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that is Chief, host of Simple Facts of Life, and uh, uh, great program. I, I really uh, – I can't recommend it highly enough. He, he's got a great way of uh, bringing about uh, these uh, seemingly unconnected issues sometimes, uh, and, and there are these occasions where you can see where he's going, and sometimes it, it ends up being somewhere completely different, and you're surprised, but it's still great. And he always ties it to a hierarchy of simple facts of life, and hence the name of the show. Fantastic. I'm going to take the uh, mid-hour excuse me. I'm going to take the mid-hour break here um, momentarily. But before I do that, I want to share what Kel, uh, what Kel, what Bigfoot shared about Kel in the chat room. Uh, uh, Kel was heavily involved with the counter jihad movement. If if you're somebody listening to this show and you never took the time to go and listen to Kel's stuff, or maybe you missed some of her appearances on this show, uh, as I'm fond of saying at this point, when it comes to situations like that, shame on you. 
for real. Uh, she was heavily involved with counter jihad and trying to educate people. And uh, Bigfoot says, Kel was not an Islamophobe. She did not fear Islam. Islam filled, feared her. And I think that's very, very well put. Um, phenomenal time. Okay, so we're going to take that uh, mid-hour break here. And uh, when we come back, uh, I'm going to share a few more thoughts of my own. And uh, Suzette, unfortunately, has gotten involved with a bit of an emergency. Uh, so if she can make it back in, she is welcome to call. Uh, and uh, Annie, uh, you are welcome to uh, call and uh, and chime in on this topic as well uh, if you would like. Uh, you're you're always more than welcome to call at any point. Uh, but uh, uh, like I said, I had intended to reach out earlier, and well, stuff kept getting in the way. Uh, so at any rate, uh, we will pick that uh, up on the other side of this. And uh, if if for some reason uh, we shift gears after that, uh, then so be it. Uh, fair enough. I just want to make sure that uh, those that are not familiar with Kel Fritzy hears her name and takes a moment or two to, to track down her work. It, uh, it's phenomenal stuff, and she was a phenomenal lady. In the meanwhile, uh, you guys stay right where you're at. I will be right back on the other side of this. Have you ever wondered why proper self-governance is vitally important to your unalienable rights which come from God? Hello, I'm Ron Edwards. On today's page from the Edwards Notebook, as leftists ruin our once-gleaming cities via rioting, dismantling statues ranging from our founding fathers to Frederick Douglass, shutting down schools and churches, the leftist media declared it is just and also never displayed concern when rioters in Seattle rape husbands in front of their wives and children in front of their parents. Democrat mayors and governors saw to it that rioters went unpunished while they restrict churches in Nevada and elsewhere and sought to jail a law-abiding couple in St. Louis for daring to exercise their unalienable right to protect themselves from a mob of leftists who threatened to murder them. The Founding Fathers warned we the people that if we allow moral standards to decline, there would be a precipitous decline in the recognition and protection of our God-given rights. If unchecked and not turned away, the injustice of evil anywhere will diminish liberty everywhere. I'm Ron Edwards. Check out TheRonEdwards.com. Ron Edwards, the new voice of America. Sponsored by the Tri-County Liberty Coalition. Hello, America. This is Tim Tapp on behalf of the Tap into the Truth Voter Apathy Project. Are you someone that believes that Roe v. Wade is settled law? Perhaps you think that man-caused climate change is settled science. Do you believe that CNN is the most trusted name in news? Then congratulations, you've got what it takes to be part of the Voter Apathy Project. You've already demonstrated that you don't care enough to learn that the Supreme Court has reversed itself on multiple occasions. You've also demonstrated the fact that you don't care enough to learn, well, 
anything about science. In fact, if you answered yes to any of these questions, then maybe you should just continue to settle for fake news. This has been Tim Tapp reminding you that if you don't care enough to tap into the truth, maybe you should just stay home on Election Day. Hello and welcome to Songs and Stories for Soldiers, Veterans Tip of the Day. I'm Dan Perkins. Are you like me and you can't manage your prescription refills that always seem to be out? Well, now the VA service has a great service for you. With this service, you can refill your VA prescriptions online, view your past and current VA prescriptions, and track the delivery of each prescription mailed to you. For more information, go to the VA.com and look for the Prescription Refill Program. This has been your Veterans Tip of the Day. All right, ladies and gentlemen, I am back after that very brief break, and I actually managed to get back before the half hour was complete. That actually may be a new record for me. I'm not sure. I'll have to double check. Okay, so um, tonight's been an interesting night. I had a technical glitch uh, trying to uh, weave uh, or run onto the show earlier. It kind of cut into some on-air time, but we had a great conversation with Ron Edwards in the first hour. And here in the second hour, we are uh, spending a little time uh, honoring our uh, our dear friend who was taken from us uh, well before I was ready to let her go. I can tell you that much, and I know I'm not the only one who feels that way. But on the other hand, she had been struggling with some health stuff for a little while that had been particularly painful. She fought very valiantly not to let people know, but – uh, once you got to know her a little bit, uh, it, it didn't take much for you to kind of tell. Uh, she fought the good fight, though. She didn't want to let people down, and and it was, uh, in a lot of ways, in my very selfish way of thinking, I would love to still have her here. But uh, I certainly would not like the idea of thinking that she was here having to suffer just because I was being selfish. At any rate, before I get into anything else <laughs> a chief in the chat room uh, just posted uh, at least Kel didn't live to see Justin Trudeau get reelected uh, that's actually a very good point uh, I, th- that would have been like multiple conversations um, Suzette uh, of Suzette Live you can find that over at Spreaker.com look for ideas are bullet proof network and you will find her there she has managed to uh get uh, freed up and she's joining us live right now so first off suzette thank you so much for uh uh not planning to but uh joining us i didn't think this would be a topic that'd be very difficult to to jump into but before we start talking about kel and so i don't forget later please let everybody uh, know where they can find you and your work Thank you very much for the introduction, Tim. Um, you can find me on Spreaker. You can find me on iTunes. It's under Suzette Live. And as you mentioned a moment ago, um, Spreaker.com. Also on YouTube, um, welcome to Suzette Live. You can find me there. And uh, the show is every Tuesday for an hour, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And uh, you can call in through Skype through my homepage there on Spreaker. Just click it, and it'll bring you in the show if you're interested in participating. And um, that's it. Thank you. All right. 
Okay, so that you know, uh, again, uh, it, it it it's it's amazing uh, that it's been a year. Um, I with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I, I certainly don't feel like it, but uh, as Chief mentioned, we could spend and, and we could spend uh, just hours talking about how great Kel was and all the impact she had, but, uh, you know, I, I really, the oceans far beyond. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> no, 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 uh, no, you're right. Ed. That's a great point. Uh, she had an international audience and she did a lot to, to bring this show to an international level that it doesn't quite, uh, live up to since her passing. So I know a lot of that was her recommending and, uh, her appearing here quite frequently, but uh, as far as uh, her impact with you, uh, your favorite stories, just let me step away from the microphone and uh, let you say whatever you'd like to share. Well, I was um, listening. I had to, to step away for a moment there. Um, I never needed something. But um, I, nevertheless, I was listening to Chief on Free uh, Memory, and, and it was remarkable how – instantaneously those two clicked and um and they pretty much took over the conversation as far as um you know after the show and and so forth and it's funny because kel is as as you mentioned not necessarily um an extrovert you know she's but when she has something to say that's what made her genuine on the radio and uh and everything that she did and just as a person, because when she got to know you, as you said, um, she was the best force in your life that you could ever have. She was always there for for people that needed her and, and vice versa. And I think that's what made the friendships um, solid. You know, we never actually met face-to-face um, in that sense. Skype, I don't know if you consider that the same thing, but... <laughs> <laughs> um, we we talked about you know trips as far as her coming or us going there to visit, uh, but it never became a reality just because there was just so many things going on. So when you have a valuable person in your life like that, I just want to say you know cherish them while they're here and make that time and effort to uh, to take that trip. Yeah. Because, you know, once they're gone, they're gone. <laughs> I discovered a yeah. Skype message, and I played it back. That's, that was really weird. <laughs> so here's her voice. <laughs> yeah. I, Go ahead. That, uh, 
that's uh, probably just a, a unique treasure and very interesting timing because, uh, you know, here it is. It's been a year. And uh, like I said uh, just a minute ago, I really – I've kind of tried to put it out of my mind really because uh, otherwise I don't think I could uh, – could, uh, you know – bring that same level that I know she would expect. I, I really, really find myself – like yourself, I never met her in person, although uh, we had talked about the possibility of uh, of uh, hooking up at some point and uh, meeting uh, somewhere in the States, uh, a little closer to her neck of the woods than where I'm at. Uh, she did travel some uh, that used to travel a lot more. I mean – there's a reason why she had an international audience. She spent time in the UK, and of course, uh, she uh, loved her heritage. Uh, she was just such a unique uh, individual, though, because she had such power and conviction. She was genuine. She was authentic. Uh, when she got on a roll, uh, you couldn't help but both stand back, and, and you're simultaneously laughing at the parts that you know uh, are worthy of that, but then still in awe at the same time of the precision and the cadence and just the passion, uh, just an outstanding – yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I really just don't know what else to say other than, uh, than I miss you, Kel. Uh, please feel free to share anything else you'd like to, and uh, then I suppose we can kind of shift gears a little bit because I know uh, Kel also probably would not appreciate us uh, making an entire hour about her as when there's so many other important things to talk about. Yeah, I'm sure that's uh, the way she would approach it. She'd probably be pointing her finger at me right now. Now, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. She'd say, all right, already, move on, move on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, we wouldn't have found you, Tim, if it wasn't for Cal. So that's, you know, and that's been quite about a year now, a little over. Um, and so thank goodness for that. Her, as she mentioned, she was the, the center. Um, but every time I see something going on with Canada or anything else, I remember her. And so she hasn't become a faint memory yet. And, and it's in a good way as far as, oh, she would have been so pissed off about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh, she would have went on and on and on. Uh, so, you know, her memory been keeping her alive. Anyway, thank you so much. I just wanted to, to say those two things. And I appreciate you, and I appreciate uh, Chief and, and um, the rest of the listeners on the show. Thank you very much. Have a good night. All right, you too. And, again, thank you for coming on. I greatly appreciate you taking the time, especially – being so, un, you know, I, I didn't reach out ahead of time, so it's kind of like a mm, out of the blue thing. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, Suzette of Suzette Live. Uh, she told you the best ways to find her, and uh, you know what? Uh, check out the YouTube channel. Uh, I don't mention the YouTube channel uh, very often, and I should. I'm I'm ashamed of myself. All right, um, yeah, I kind of uh, played off of what Suzette just said, though. I, every time I see something that's very uh, Canada-driven or uh, especially a Trudeau story that is like, uh, I'm shaking my hand. I still catch myself saying, wow, uh, i got to get Kel on the top. Uh, no, no, that's that's not happening. Uh, it's, uh, it's just a matter of uh, trying to make sure that uh, 
that we make her proud at this point. At least that's one of my motivations. I, I certainly hope uh, hope I don't sound too sappy in the process, but um, in a, a very short period of time, she had a major impact uh, on me and uh, the things I did and uh, really changed uh, a lot of focus for me too over time. And, and I do dearly miss her, and uh, I know I'm not the only one. And with that being said, uh, we will switch gears just a little bit, although uh, my heart's not really much into changing the topic once I get started. <laughs> Got you weepy score. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Chief. I know that was your goal all along. But uh, it's, it's a situation now where uh, we've got so many different things. Uh, ongoing it's it's difficult not to be concerned about the the direction our country is going in uh we see our friends to the north uh, having to deal with situations uh, that are a lot worse than what we have to deal with here because at least we still have the semblance of the constitution and uh, we still have a level of uh protections that the courts kind of hit or miss offer up uh, it's a shame. The courts used to be pretty steady in that, but uh, these are these are times that are uh, very disconcerting. You know, uh, Ron and I spent a lot of time in the first hour talking about where the Democrats are and what a farce this uh, virtual convention has been to this point, and uh, just. The unintentional irony of day two, who they chose to give what speeches, uh, Bill Clinton's in particular. I, I can't get away from uh, the image of him lecturing us on how the Oval Office should be a uh, command center and not a storm center. It's like, uh, what kind of center was it again while Monica was under the desk? Uh, remind me. Uh, so so unintentionally ironic. But uh, despite their blatant efforts to confuse and pretend like what they're saying is the truth and the reality that is outside of their virtual uh, conference is uh, a very different situation. We have stuff going on in the country like this story. Monday of this week, a 58-year-old New York man allegedly threatened to shoot the children at a Jewish children's camp on Long Island because they were not wearing masks or social distancing. And this one's being reported by MS by MSNBC. I'm sorry, this one's being reported by NBC News, not MSNBC, just the regular NBC. They're not. That far bad. They're the the face that MSNBC puts on when they want to be can, taken somewhat seriously. But NBC News has reported uh, that the suspect, quote, faces charges of making a terroristic threat and on alleged weapons violations. According to Nassau County Police, the subject called them saying there were 500 children attending a uh, camp in Long Island who were playing in a yard without wearing masks or social distancing. The police report stated that, quote, while police were en route, the defendant, 
a.k.a. the suspect, again called them back and threatened to get a gun and shoot the individuals at the location that the police didn't get there. Nassau County Police Commissioner Patrick Ryder said that the suspect stated, quote, if I got to go out there with a freaking machine gun and shoot all these people, I will. Now, I'm going to take a step back and ask the very reasonable question, when is that a course of action that makes sense? All you kids are going to kill each other, so I'm going to kill you instead. I mean, never mind the fact that this individual – I'm going to try to be somewhat subdued in my assessment of this person. But evidently this individual is more than likely a little imbalanced, you know, probably just a little unwell, just a little, just a smidge. But you can hardly blame somebody if all they've done is kept themselves locked up in complete and total fear, panic even, over COVID-19. His only news source, the panic porn industry, who's trying to tell you, oh my gosh, with schools opening up again, kids are all going to die. Now, you and I, we know that uh, statistically speaking, kids can get this thing, and it's not likely to hurt them. We also know, based on the most recent scientific data, which, by the way, hey, leftists, you keep saying that we should follow the science, that we should trust the science, that we should – the science says that kids under the age of 16 typically aren't passing this along to adults that much. Now, I don't know how accurate that is because, again, I'm one of these people that's telling you you can't trust any of the numbers. Because all the numbers have some pretty big failings in how they're being collected, all of them. So I literally take the statistics and go, eh, little grain of salt here, throwing it over my shoulder. That's it. Uh, you're going to get as much protection and luck from that as you're going to be able to calculate out from the numbers that are out there. But this guy literally seems to think that the solution to the problem is to get a machine gun, which, hey, by the way, if you happen to be a leftist, why do you have a gun in the first place, and why is it a machine gun? That is a legitimate weapon of war. Just say it. <laughs> and also not legal uh, for very many people to have. you got to have a special license for those things. Anyway, so he tells the cops when he calls them a second time he's going to go shoot these kids <laughs> if they don't show up. So the police who arrived at the scene were informed by the suspect that he had made the phone call, and then he was arrested. Now, on Tuesday of this week, he was charged with making a terroristic threat, four counts of criminal possession of a weapon. So evidently he had the machine gun he was threatening them with and two counts of criminal possession of a firearm, and later he was released on bond. Eh, must have been serious enough that they decided he had to uh, pay a little something-something. You know, they got that bond-free thing going on for most of their criminals up that way. Anyway, quoting now from the report on NBC New York, uh, investigators found the suspect was in possession of a valid country pistol permit and had five handguns along with rifles and shotguns, which included two assault weapons. Ooh. Now, NBC New York also reported that 14 weapons 
in all were seized from said suspect, including a Bushmaster rifle. Ooh, scary. They probably thought the name sounded scary. Anyway, in April, New York City Mayor Bill de blah, 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 targeted the Jewish community of New York, singling them out for not obeying social distancing requirements. He, of course, tweeted the infamous... With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's a little tweet saying, my message to the Jewish community and all communities is this simple. I am the uber-communist. No, I'm sorry. That's not what he said. I mean, basically, he says that all the time with everything he says and does. But what he said here was uh, the simple message. The time for warnings has passed. Obey your overlords. I'm paraphrasing. I have instructed the NYPD to proceed immediately to summons or even arrest those who gather in large groups. And in your case, people of faith, large groups is anybody more than three, okay? Just FYI. So uh, this is about stopping this disease and saving lives, period, and also exerting my rule over you tiny, meaningless people. Okay, anyway, enough Bill de Blasio. Blah, 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 blah. blah. Come on, man. <laughs> Facts over truth. <laughs> exactly. So I... We live in times where people are literally so twisted and so warped over COVID coverage that it wants to threaten to go shoot a bunch of kids because they're playing. (laughs) Chief in the chat room uh, says, uh, has de Blasio proposed making the Jews wear a yellow star? Well, I'm sure it's in the back of his mind, but I'm guessing somebody's still uh, warning him against doing that. Poor optics, you know. Although the uh, left is working really, really hard at erasing history to the point that we might see that sooner rather than later. It really would not surprise me at this point. So much of the effort to destroy our history is in an effort, number one, to end any kind of ties that would bind us together as a single civilization. If you don't have a shared history, if you haven't fought shared battles and enjoyed shared victories, then you are just a group of different tribes. Politics is inherently tribal. It's very difficult to not be tribal when you're dealing with the political aspects of life. 
But there's so much of our existence in this country in particular for so long that has existed outside of politics, but it's just not the case anymore. People like Bill de Blasio is uh, what I refer to as a tiny tyrant, and uh, I, I, we had uh, Miss Stuckey on here the other day, and I was really laughing my backside off when I heard her refer to some of these same people as tiny tyrants. It's like, ha, she says that too. I'd never heard her say it. This guy clearly… A avid gun collector. In fact, I think for New York, that's probably way more than you're supposed to be able to buy ammo. But he had several firearms here, and he's facing charges for it. Uh, clearly, he had a permit, legal. Don't know how you managed to get that. It's very hard to get, depending on what part of New York you're in. Uh, sometimes it's easier, sometimes it's harder. If you're actually in New York City proper, He's probably against the law to even apply for a permit. I mean, they're not, they're going to say no. Of course you can, but um, yeah, you your name just went on a list, buddy. It, that's just the way it's run, especially under Mayor Blah Blah. It is scary that this guy was so tore up about seeing these kids out here. Without a mask, and they're not social. They're outside being kids. They were outside. I'm sorry. Wasn't Dr. Fauci who still said that? Yeah, yeah. When you're outside, uh, the rules are a little different. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. Of course. Then again, if I'm going to keep invoking Dr. Fauci, and the only reason I do is because the left still talk about Fauci as if he is nearly as vaunted as Obama was in his time. Clearly, he's not as much now, but the point being, I, I'm pretty sure I've heard Fauci say just about everything at this point. Uh, yes, it's good. No, it's bad. Uh, yeah, we're almost over this. Things are looking better. Oh, no, things are terrible. Sure, you can do this. Uh, no, you can definitely not. I, again, listening to Dr. Fauci will drive you crazy to the same extent of trying to find a kernel of truth about COVID-19 being reported by the legacy media. This guy legitimately was to the point that he called the cops, not once, but twice, and on the second occasion felt the need to broadcast the fact to them that he has multiple firearms and he's not afraid to use them. That that would be more sensible, that that would be more humane than letting these kids run around and be kids. That's where we're at. That's where we're at in this country. I mean, I, I thought talking yesterday about Lena Dunham and her little suit was a new low point for the show because, you know, again, I subjected you guys to that. And again, I, I am deeply sorry. I'm still apologizing. It was necessary, number one, because Lena Dunham, if, if we don't at least acknowledge that she's there, she's going to continue to do more and more scary things to get our attention. So if we acknowledge her a little bit now, uh, she'll go away quietly for a little bit longer. So, so let's acknowledge Lena Dunham uh, did a thing, and then we'll move on. Now, Chief says uh, in the chat room that those who forget history are doomed to repeat it, and that's the whole plan. That's part of the plan. It's not the whole plan. It's a big part of the plan, but again, 
they can't divide us as much as they need us divided and come in here and destroy our republic if we remember a shared collective history. They want to do away with all these things about the Civil War, and uh, now, of course, uh, they're canceling everybody, including trying to cancel Susan B. Anthony. You know, we talked about that in yesterday's broadcast. They want to cancel everybody who did anything significant. They want to pretend like um, – unless, of course, it's somebody like Bill Clinton or Joe Biden where you know you can do a bad thing. But it was a long time ago, and we forgive you. Uh, but you look at somebody who did something a hundred years ago, and uh, they were very bad, and we, we can't forget that. We can't acknowledge they did a good thing because they did this one potentially bad thing, and we're not even 100% sure that it really was a bad thing. It just kind of looks like it might have been bad. So we're going to say it was and cancel it because we don't want Donald Trump to get any credit for acknowledging that Susan B. Anthony did a thing that might have been good at one point in time. And that was really it. It was because Donald Trump did it. If, if Hillary Clinton – had managed to lie, cheat, and steal her way into the Oval Office, and she had done that pardon, it had been hailed as one of the greatest moments in the history of the presidency. But instead, it was just a cheap trick. And you know what? While we're at it, we're going to go ahead and cancel Susan B. Anthony so that you just – there's no reason to celebrate it at all. That's where they're at. They want to completely destroy it. If we have that shared history, then we can look at where we've been and how far we've come together. We can look at how bad things were pre-revolution, through the revolution, through the war of northern aggression. Yeah, that's what we call it down here. <laughs> All the way to the, the civil march rights and fights in the 60s and on into today. Uh, the, the next worst time in racial history, the election of Barack Obama, who immediately uh, turned race relations on its head. They want to destroy that shared history. They want to destroy that because if you eliminate that shared history, if we don't share a history, if we weren't working together to take those steps to make it better, if we weren't working together – to try and live up to the promises laid out in the founding documents, which, by the way, we have. Our history shows that. It supports that. It proves that this is not a racist country inherently. It is a country that, like every other country on the planet, has some level of racism existing within it, but it is not an inherently racist country. It's not even the most racist country on the planet. In fact, the United States consistently, when you look at it, you dig into the statistics, it's fair, fair to say that we are the least racist country in the world. If you destroy that and if you, if you simply wash away that history, that allows you to completely ignore how much improvement – has happened, and who has done the heavy lifting to make those improvements happen? How much closer we are today to living up to the promises in the founding documents than we were when it was first written. Also completely negates the idea that those of us who still love and cherish the Constitution, that those of us who still love and cherish this republic as she was founded, love the principles that it was based on more than the actions of flawed men who meandered our way through history together. 
you literally get to wipe away those principles too. It's shameful. And even that is still not the whole of the plan. That's going to have to be it for tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for being here. If you made it to this point, first of all, I'm sorry. (laughs) You've had to put up with uh, some technical glitches early on, and you've had to put up with me babbling uh, here at the end. Uh, So, you know, a lot to put up with, but thank you for doing so. As is always the case, ladies and gentlemen, again, thank you so much, Bigfoot, Boy, Suzette, Chief. Uh, Annie, thank you for being here and listening and hanging out in the chat room. Chief, uh, Suzette, thank you for calling in and being part of uh, the conversation about Kel. Uh, Ron, thank you for being here for hour number one. And for all you guys that are listening, wherever you're listening at, remember, whatever else you do, whatever else you take from this show, please do not take my word for not one little bit of it. You put in your own effort. You use your brain so that you can really tap into the truth. And meanwhile, you guys out there, stay safe, stay healthy, and, uh, you know, be smart, even if you're one of those folks that that kind of goes against your nature. I am out for now. Hope to see you again Friday night. In the meanwhile, have a great rest of the week. in both
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.